Hey everybody, we're back with some more Thursday thoughts. I hope this finds you well, however you're tuning into this, and I hope you're all having a blessed day, a blessed week, and I hope everything is going well for you in all your endeavors. Um, Again, I hope that this podcast continues to be a resource for you through whatever you're going through in your life, and hopefully things are really good, but maybe sometimes when things are bad, and maybe some of the topics we talk about can be helpful for you, and maybe some of our future topics will be helpful for you as well. I just want this to be a resource for us, for all of us, including myself, whenever we're going through the daily trials and temptations and just the the hardships of our lives, because sometimes it just is that way. And kind of while I'm on that subject of you know, what we talk about, something I've been putting some thought into is Whoever's listening to this, if y'all ever have any, you know, questions, maybe there's a certain topic or a certain Bible passage or, again, just maybe a specific question about a specific matter in life or what to do about something with biblical application or just a spiritual question or thought that you may want discussed, you know, feel free to send that stuff to me. You know, obviously, I would assume that whoever's listening to this probably knows how to get in contact with me, but if you don't, um, you can email my uh, work email at um, joshua at canyonview.org with any questions or anything like that that you may have. So think about that. If there's anything you ever want to be discussed or any question you may have, uh, spiritual or just life, you know, I'd be happy to do whatever I can. So with that being said, today... We're going we're gonna to transition on, you know, how to deal with, you know, the past two weeks we talked about, you know, dealing with people who are different than us, maybe who think differently than us. Last week we talked about dealing with people who may kind of drive us up the wall, you know, because love ain't always easy. You know, that's what we talked about last week, loving people who may be mean or aggressive or just difficult <laughs> at times. So something kind of building, maybe building off that, uh, however you want to look at it. This week, I just kind of, I wanted to talk about today's podcast. We're going to call it, Who Are We to Judge? Who are we to judge? And so, obviously, with that being said, we're going to talk about judging people. That's what we're going to talk about today. So, I'm going to start with a couple of quotes. Judging a person does not define who they are. It defines who you are. If you judge people, you have no time to love them. That's Mother Teresa. Something that really interested me, when you Google what judging means, you know, judging a person, there's one key word in that Google definition that you'll see if you Google what does it mean to judge others. And it's the word opinion. And it's in every single definition of judging someone. You see, you see whenever we judge people, we're basically kind of making up our own opinion about them, right? And as we've kind of talked about in some of these podcast episodes and what you've kind of heard in church before, I'm sure, growing up, or just you maybe you've heard teachers or your parents say this, you know, but just because you have opinion an, an opinion on something, that doesn't necessarily make it right. So today, what I want us to talk about is the difference between judging people and restoring them. 
And what I mean by restoring them is loving them and helping correct, helping them correct something that they may be struggling with, helping them kind of walking alongside them instead of pointing fingers and being like, oh man, look what he or she is doing, because that's judging and that's wrong. But walking alongside people, trying to carry their burdens and being there with them and helping them, that's how we restore people and correct someone the right way. Because when I think about it, who is who is Joshua Warren to judge somebody? You know, who who are we to judge somebody? I am no better than anyone else. I am no better than anyone else. You see, the thing is, we as people, and especially Christians in the church today, for some reason we've seemed to make up this scale that somehow, like, in this scale, it, like, determines that some sins are worse than others. When in reality, sin is sin. All sin is wrong. And it equally hurts God. All sin is outside of God's will for us. And so, the little white lie is just as bad as, you know, going in you know, beating a stranger half to death on the side of the road. <laughs> you know, that's uh, they're both just as bad, is what I'm getting to. You see, as Christians, we are supposed to walk in the light as He is in the light. And while doing this, we are supposed to help each other along the way, right? By correcting one another. It's definitely a biblical principle for us to call out, as we sometimes say, when we aren't doing what we ought to do, right? To call people out. that, that call, Calling people out always seems to have like a negative tone to it. And don't get me wrong, you know, you don't need to call someone out in the wrong, you know, like in the wrong group of people or in the wrong context or something like that. Like, obviously, there's a time and a place, you know, to kind of talk to people about some of the things. And that's what we're going to talk about a bit today. But what I'm getting at is it's a, it's a biblical concept to quote-unquote, call out people whenever we aren't doing things we ought to. Paul calls out Peter, if you remember in the book of Acts. Jesus calls out Peter, right? He says, get behind me, Satan. He also tells Peter that you're going to deny me three times tonight before the rooster crows. And I'm not just picking on Peter. Peter calls out those at the, at the Pentecost sermon in Acts 2, right? He says, this Jesus whom you crucified... Right? Peter is clear to let the crowd know that Jesus died because of them. A lot of them were the ones who were there chanting for Jesus to be put to death. And then a lot of times in the letters written in the New Testament, like any of Paul's letters written to the different churches, um, the in chapters 2 and 3 of Revelation, with the seven churches of Asia Minor, you know, five of the seven churches, Jesus is trying to correct them. He's calling them out for something that they need to change and do differently. So what I'm sharing all those infor all those illustrations and those examples for you, what I want you to see is that it's a biblical principle to call out, if you will, whenever call someone out, whenever, you know, they need correcting. You know, discipline is not a bad thing. 
Your parents discipline you because they love you and they want to help you correct things that you do wrong because they love you. In school, you get points marked off of stuff, yes, because you did it wrong, but it's also to help you learn how to do it right and to do it better. So again, I don't, I don't mean this in a negative way, but it's clear that we do need to help hold each other accountable. However, there is a difference in doing it lovingly and doing it in a judging way. So, what, is, what does the Bible say about judging, right? I'm, I'm sure some of you have heard some of these verses we're going to talk about. Matthew chapter 7, verses 1 through 5, right? Jesus on the Sermon on the Mount, he says, Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First take out the log of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. The parallel passage in Luke to this is Luke 6, 37 and 38. Jesus says, Judge not, and you will not be judged. Condemn not, and you will not be condemned. Forgive, and you will be forgiven. Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put into your lap. For with the measure you use it, will be measured back to you. So you see here, I think something that's important to mention and to notice is that Jesus isn't saying that there's anything wrong with trying to help correct other people, but he's basically saying, before you go and try to correct someone else, make sure you've corrected yourself first, or at least realize your plank in your eye and the, also the speck in your eye before you even try to talk to someone else about theirs. I think that's what's important to notice in Matthew 7 specifically, and I like how Luke words it because you basically just see that, you know, if, you, if we don't judge people, then we're not going to be judged, you know. If we try not to condemn people for things they've done wrong, then we won't be condemned. If we'll forgive, then we will be forgiven. Give and it'll be given back. Basically, Jesus says in, right there in at the end of verse 38 in Luke 6, you know, whatever you measure, however far you measure it, or however you use it, it will be measured back to you in the same way. And so I think that's an important thing to notice. We see that there's not necessarily anything wrong with trying to help one another, right? Hold each other accountable. But we have to make sure that we're not doing it hypocritically. We need to make sure we're doing it in the right way. James chapter 4 speaks on this too. James 4, 11 and 12. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. The one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. And there is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? And I like this because, you know, a lot of times, as Christians, you know, we think we're doing the right thing. Right? When in reality, we're not. We think by talking with other Christians about what so-and-so is doing 
and we think that we're okay. But that's not okay. The thing is, is oftentimes, whenever we're talking to other Christians about so-and-so, we're not doing it in love. But rather, it's done to just talk about people and the wrong things that they're doing, and we just start to gossip, right? The, the famous G word, gossip. And that's just as bad as maybe whatever sinful act or whatever thing someone's struggling with that we're wanting to talk about. Because sin is sin. And we just need to realize that we all sin and we all need God's grace. And we don't need to point fingers at people and talk about them behind people's back and sit there and point at them like, wow, you know, you're having premarital sex. That's terrible. You know, you need to repent whenever I go out every Friday night and get wasted drunk and think that's okay. They're both equally sin. And I don't need to point out one just because I think it's worse, because that's just not a biblical concept. Sin is sin. And that's what I'm wanting us to see, and that's what the Bible teaches us, is that we just have to work with one another, hold each other accountable, and understand that we're all in need of grace. Right? There's a story in John, in John chapter 8, verses 1 through 8, right? There's a story where people are not acting in love, but in they're acting disgusting and, and hypocrisy. They're not, they're not doing things for the right reason. And what I'm talking about is there's this woman who's caught in the act. I'm not going to read the whole story, but I'm going to read the last couple verses of uh, John 8. You see, the thing is, is that there was this woman caught in adultery. And these Jewish leaders, they bring this woman before Jesus to test him. And they're like, the law of Moses commands that, you know, uh, we should stone this woman. And then I'm going to start reading in uh, John chapter 8, verse 7. And as they continued to ask him, he stood up and said to them, Let him who is without sin among you be the first to throw a stone at her. And once more he bent down and wrote on the ground. But when they heard it, they went away one by one, beginning with the older ones. And Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. Jesus stood up and said to her, Woman, where are they? Has no one condemned you? She said, No one, Lord. And Jesus said, Neither do I condemn you. Go, and from now on sin no more. Wow. I love that because, you see, that's the picture I wanted you to see. These religious leaders, these holy men, at least as society perceived them, they were wanting to stone this woman because of her sin. And obviously Jesus calls them out here and is like, okay, so if you guys don't have sin, then walk away. Or he says, whoever doesn't, I'm sorry, whoever of you doesn't have sin, throw the stone then. But then they realize they're all sinful and they walk away. You see, we all deserve to be stoned like that. That's the thing. And I think that's the message that Jesus is kind of sending them, is that, you know, we all, all of us deserve that. But Jesus doesn't condemn us like he tells the woman. He just says, go and sin no more. And we need to just be like that with one another. We need to be loving and forgive one another instead of, you know, because someone may do something, may do, maybe someone does something bad, instead of pointing fingers 
and telling them how bad they are and how stupid that was and how, you know, sinful they are and how shameful they should be. Just love them and help them to overcome that and be there for them because we all sin and fall short of the glory of God, right? And so now, we're finally getting to the difference between judging and helping restore someone like I talked about in the beginning. So what then is the correct way to go about restoring someone? Well, Jesus, as we said, I think helps us see what to do in Matthew 7 and in Luke 6, right? Forgive people, love people, whatever we do to others, it's going to be done back to us. Jesus kind of helps us in Matthew 7 see that we have to examine ourselves before we can even begin to examine other people. I also believe Paul helps us see what to do in Galatians chapter 6. The basic answer is just to love people. Love people and realize that we are all sinful and in need of God's grace. Galatians chapter 6 verses 1 and 2 says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. Wow. I love that. You who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. You see, gossip and slander and speaking evil about people like James 4 says, that's not gentleness. Pointing fingers and talking about what he did or what she did, that's not restoring someone in gentleness, and that's not being loving. We need to do things the right way in love, the way Jesus did. Meet people where they are and realize that we, just like them, are sinful people. And we can't do this thing called life alone. We need each other. And we have to help hold each other accountable. So again, there's nothing wrong with helping one another and realizing that, you know, sometimes we need to, because we care about people, we need to help them see maybe sometimes the error of their ways and maybe what they're doing isn't the right thing. But there's a proper way to go about it in love and not in a judgmental state of mind. So with that being said, let's go to our Father in prayer. God, we thank you for this day and the blessings of it. Lord, we love you and we praise you. Lord, in a world today that's so quick to judge, help us to not be that. Lord, help us to look at one another with loving eyes, and gentle hearts, God, and help us to be there for one another and realize that while we may mess up, God, and while other people may mess up, that we're all the same and that we all sin and fall short. But we need one another in this crazy life and we need you most importantly and help us to lead each other to you. Help us to be lights that show your glory and show your love, God. Be with us in our lives. Be with us in whatever we do. Lord, whoever is listening to this and maybe going through trials and temptations in their life in whatever way that they need you, God, I pray that you would be with them. Be with your people around the world. Forgive us when we fail you, Lord, and help us to, whenever we do help others and try to correct others, help us to do it in love and the right way and not with a judgmental attitude. Thank you so much for everything, God, and I pray that you continue to bless us abundantly. Thank you for your Son and your Holy Spirit. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray and ask these things. And amen.
So guys, I just want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Thursday Thoughts. Again, I hope this finds you well, and I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. And I pray again that if you have any questions or thoughts or anything at all, feel free to reach out to me anytime. God bless, guys.